We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. For a second, uh, because if Donald Trump ends up talking, now is, is kind of the moment. So, as Leland has been talking about, this is the pool. There are lots of journalists all over Washington, all over this country. And there's a select group that has chosen on this day to broadcast these images to everyone for obvious reasons. We're talking about a former president of the United States. As we all know, Donald Trump, before he used to board Air Force One, he might talk. He might not. What's happening right now is they are getting uh, ready to see uh, if Donald Trump will give his first comments. If that indeed happens, we'll break in. Let's keep these pictures up live, though. But joining us here, uh, Rena Shaw, Republican strategist, Scott Bolden, uh, former, uh, what's the title, Scott? Tell me. <laughs> Tell me. A DC Chamber oh. of Commerce, Pat. The, no, there we chair, go. There. Chair of the, I had to think about it, forgive me. DC Chamber, President of the Democratic Party. There we go. And Bill McGinley, a, the uh, former Trump cabinet secretary. Uh, we'll get to all of you in a second, but we want to keep these pictures up. It is a little bit of a wet day here in our nation's capital, but you can see the umbrella out. So that shouldn't potentially stop Donald Trump. If we end up hearing anything from Donald Trump here, Leland. What do you expect? Uh, well, uh, important to point out that Donald Trump is the one choreographing all of this. And Hogan Gidley made a great point that when it comes to the Trump show, uh, it is Donald Trump himself who is he views himself as his best spokesperson, is the best choreographer of what happens. Uh, to me, the, the preview to this statement is what he's been saying on True Social for the yeah. past uh, couple of days. And if not, uh, most importantly, this morning. Uh, when he said, I'm, I'm one indictment away uh, from being assured that I will win the election. Uh, and he views these, uh, obviously there's legal challenges, but then there is uh, the issue of the politics of surrounding all of this. And as we've seen over the past couple of indictments, uh, it's helped him politically in poll numbers and in fundraising. We'll take a listen. Very sad day for America. And it was also very sad driving through Washington, D.C. and seeing the filth and the decay and all of the broken buildings and walls and the graffiti. This is not the place that I left. It's a very sad thing to see it. Uh, when you look at what's happening, this is a persecution of a political opponent. This was never supposed to happen in America. This is the persecution of the person that's leading by very, very substantial numbers in the Republican primary and leading Biden by a lot. So if you can't beat him, you persecute him or you prosecute him. We can't let this happen in America. Thank you very you much. Want these, like, you want these trials to happen before the 2024 election? Well, it was typical that we heard from Donald Trump, Leland. I think a bit atypical <laughs> that it was that brief. Uh, Donald Trump getting aboard his plane. He will head back to New Jersey and um, we will see what happens, of course, with this case. We know the next court appearance is at the end of this month, August 28th. Uh, let's uh, bring in our News Nation correspondent, Robert Sherman, uh, as Donald Trump ducks aboard his plane and is headed back north. Uh, Robert has been outside the courthouse from the very beginning today. Robert, over to you. 
Hey there, Blake. Yeah, this was a very procedural day that we saw here at this federal courthouse. And you look at the scene that's out here behind us right now. It's been rather quiet, actually. Once again, similar story as to the last couple of indictments. More members of the press and more members of law enforcement than actual demonstrators. I would say that the demonstrators that were here definitely leaned a bit more towards the anti-Trump crowd than we've seen in the previous few go-arounds. But everything was very under control outside this courthouse today. Inside the courtroom, the former president had a very procedural day. He went through the arraignment process. He was fingerprinted. No mugshot, no handcuffs or anything of that nature. Then he entered the courtroom. Two attorneys that were accompanying him were John Laro, who was brought in specifically for this case, and Todd Blanche, who's been with him through every step of these legal processes that we've seen so far. Former president actually had to wait and sit in that courtroom for about 20 minutes before the judge entered. And then it was pretty straightforward from there talking about uh, conditions of release with the former, which the former president agreed to. One thing that was a bit contentious inside court today is the setting of dates. All the players will have to be back in court on August 28th. Uh, the former president does not have to be there. But in terms of how quickly this is going to process, uh, the former president's legal team emphasized that they don't want this to be a too speedy legal process, uh, that uh, they said that that would be a bit too aggressive at one point, calling it absurd in order to go through this too quickly. So they're hoping to pump the brakes on that front. This was very tightly knit that we saw here today. You couldn't really see the former president get in or out of court. Uh, but select members of the press were able to hear from Alina Haba, uh, who has become an effective spokesperson for the former president, former legal counsel. This is what she had to say before court came into session. Take a listen to this. This is not a coincidence. This is election interference at its finest against the leading candidate right now for president. President Trump is under siege in a way that we have never seen before. President Trump and his legal team and everyone on his team will continue to fight, not for him, but for the American people. So August 28th is the day that we are expecting the legal counsels for both sides to be back in court. Jack Smith was here today. We're expecting that to be the same. The next go around, former president does not need to be there. And then the question is going to be, when is all of this going to go to trial, presuming that it does go to trial? Uh, it's a pretty dense legal calendar for the former president over the next few months with that hush money case taking place next March and the documents probe taking place next May. It'll be interesting to see where all of this falls potentially on the legal calendar for the former president. Blake. Robert Sherman, our man normally all over the country and today here in Washington, D.C. Robert, thank you. Um, all right, let's bring it out to, that of course was when Donald Trump landed. Let's bring it out to the panel. Rena, Scott, Bill, hello. Hi. <laughs> Opening thoughts. Just another uh, normal Yeah, day. just another yeah, normal yeah, day. Yeah, wow. Uh, Whether you love him or hate him, Donald Trump showed us what his superpowers are today. I, I Truly, I am flabbergasted by how he looks the same. He behaves the same. I mean, even the micro actions of taking the umbrella when he got out of the car. I mean, it's strength. It's power. It's He's got a powerful personality. People think he's fun. But today, what I saw was strength, no weakness. In the face of this many felony counts, 
My yeah, gosh, 75. he doesn't look like he can flinch a bit. And this is what the American people who still support him love about him. And this is what we need in a president. I'm not going to vote for him again, again I, if he's at the top of the ballot. I was going to say, this, comes from, from, this comes from someone. I, I was you about to jump in and say, uh-huh. which, which Rena showed up today. No, no, but, no, no, listen, uh, there's yeah. no Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde here. But this is why. This is why people love him in our politics. This is why people want this kind of leader. You see the GOP field, you see weak sauce. You see Joe Biden, you see weak sauce. I'm going to call it weak sauce because that's what it is. Is. I can't help but think, how is this man showing up, looking and playing the part of president when, my gosh, he went out on such a low note? Yeah, but he's 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 playing the part, but he's the only one facing 75 felony charges. Uh, I, I thought what was striking was his, his press conference. We talked about this being a political prosecution. I went back and looked. He announced in November of 2022. He was under federal as well as state investigation on, in November of 22. He, he entered this race in the hopes to avoid what we're seeing now with these three different uh, indictments against him. And so it's a pretty specious argument or advocacy to say that this is a political prosecution because he's leading in the polls because he's been on the federal and state investigation and continues to be in Georgia. So it really doesn't make sense. That's political rhetoric. That's not political reality. Look, I think Rena's exactly right. Trump shows strength today. I mean, the way that he shows up, the way that he leaves, um, he is not going to back down from these charges. He is going to take them on. I believe that his attorneys are going to have some motions to make, not only in terms of extending the trial dates, but also motions to exclude and other motions to try and narrow the scope of this indictment, if not get it thrown out. And he's going to fight it every step of the way. And that's why his supporters stay with him. The Republican Party is looking for, for, a, for a candidate and a nominee who is going to fight and not cower in the, in the face of all these onslaughts from both Democrats and what they perceive as the mainstream media. The uh, number one issue in the election is, is the economy. Behind that, crime and the border, right, essentially, mm-hmm. Leland? President, former president said it's a sad day in America, sad to see the decay in a place that he left behind. It was kind of hitting at that theme of... What not only he left right. behind, but, but crime—you know what's no, going this, on. This is, is a, setting up the argument, right? Of were you better off four years ago than you are today? Right. Uh, and, and then he will say, if if you like the way things are now, it, when it comes to the economy and crime and everything else, vote for Joe Biden. If you don't, vote for me, and we'll go back to the way things were. It is a very compelling argument, and it's an effective one when you realize the right track, wrong track numbers that America has right now, which is well more than half of America says we're on the wrong track. Uh, President Biden's approval numbers when it comes to the economy are even lower than his approval numbers overall. The issue is whether or not Donald Trump can stay on that message. And in the past, he has shown a unique ability to make the campaign about himself. He did it in 2020. He's done it over the past couple of years. He did it during the 2022 midterms. The exception was the 2016 campaign when he made it about the voters. And then he won. And, and that's going to be the question. As I talk to people in Trump world and the, in the Republican world in a larger sense, they all bring up the issue of message discipline. And you don't know what Donald Trump is going to show up. Does he stick to the teleprompter so, and make it about the, the voters? Or does he go off script and make it about himself? But, but you know, I'm, I'm wondering, that was, correct me if I'm wrong, the shortest I've ever heard Donald Trump talk. I was going to mention the same thing. Right. And it comes after he walked into a federal courthouse and was just read four federal charges to the attorneys. Like, did his attorney say something to, to him there? Like, Mr. President, zip it? Because we have never seen that, what we just saw. 
Yeah, I've often said on this show and elsewhere that while the politics and the fundraising and the fact that he's the president who's going to be the GOP nominee uh, has kept him uh, out of out of harm's way for the moment, the criminal case is going to hurt him politically and his campaign is going to hurt his criminal case because of the party admissions that he's made already. And so the lawyers are cringing because there's a political strategy, a communication strategy, and a legal strategy, and they're all inconsistent along with Donald Trump being undisciplined. And so I've often said he can't survive in the middle of this road because if he does, what happens in the middle of the road is you get run over. And this criminal justice system, he's never faced before, and he's going to have a real hard time sitting in court versus being on the campaign trail with his MAGA supporters. I think Donald Trump was right this morning. He just is one more indictment away from the nomination. Because every time that everybody goes after him and he makes it about the voters that he believes he represents, which are the working men and women of this country who they believe have been forgotten by Washington, D.C., outside of the Beltway, he just goes up in numbers. And the other thing to remember about the fundraising for the campaign, Donald Trump is a great low-dollar fundraiser. He's got a tremendous list. Which is grassroots. Which is grassroots. And if you look at a lot of the other candidates that are in the race right now, they're relying on their major donors, and they can't keep going back to them. And so I think Donald Trump um, has really done a good job of inoculating himself when he's bring these indictments and additional charges, but also making the messaging about the people that he that he represents. And two things Washington, he's banking on here. Number one is that you're innocent until proven guilty. And number two, the wheels of justice are slow in these United States. And so there is your political strategy right there. Do everything you can while this goes on and on and make it look like the Dems are just stacking your calendar with legal woes, making it hard for you, bearing you. So, so on, the, on the calendar, the, judge, the uh, attorneys for Donald Trump were given three dates. August 20th, August 21st, August 28th. <laughs> they chose the, 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 yeah. the, the later of the three. Yeah. The debate, as Bill pointed out, the first one, is August 23rd. Don't know if Donald Trump's going to show up. If he does, you wouldn't want to have to sit in a federal courtroom on the 20th and 21st before showing up to a debate, I would think. But it just goes to show they were given early, middle, and late, and they chose as well, late as possible. it's costly to get down here the way he does with an entourage with a private jet. You know, two <laughs> systems that, of justice, I'm, I'm to not, be honest. I'm, I'm not sure they're worried about <laughs> Two systems of cost, uh, if you will. You out of money. Right. Listen, one thing, could. but those dates. Doing, the, one, the, the group that we haven't talked about at all today, and, and I've been watching the coverage on all the major networks, and everybody's been wall-to-wall for the past, as we would call it, for the past at least three hours, if not longer. We're watching President Trump's plane take off. No one's been talking about the other Republican candidates. Mm-hmm. It has been Donald Trump against the world, which when Donald Trump is able to play the victim uh, and, and be aggrieved in some way, that's his most powerful position. We've learned that. You brought up the issue of small-dollar fundraisers and uh, small-dollar fundraising, small-dollar donors. A lot of that money has not been spent on campaigning. It's been spent on his legal fees. And he continues to spend that money. And and much of money that people thought was going to his campaign has been spent defending himself. It's $40 million. What is fascinating to me is on a day that conceivably the front runner in the Republican Republican primary fight would be the most vulnerable. We are watching him go be read an indictment and and has been charged with four counts of conspiracy. The rest of the Republican field is virtually silent, and nobody is attacking him on the conspiracy issues, and nobody is attacking him on using the money of hardworking Americans to pay for his legal fees. And you know who else isn't attacking him? It's Joe Biden. 
Joe Biden well, is not going to No need to. I mean, you know, <laughs> the indictments the speak for themselves. But no I, need look, for the in terms of the, load, uh, the small dollar uh, fundraising, 90% goes to the campaign, 10% goes to the leadership pack. Part of this, and Scott, I'm sure is familiar with this saying, is the process penalty. People under investigation have to spend a lot of money defending themselves, and there's a lot of witnesses that have to go out and hire lawyers. And basically what it is is a drain on resources. It's a drain on time. It psychologically impacts you, and it financially it ruins you. And that's part of what this is. You've got four jurisdictions that opened up investigations. Two of them are county DAs, right? One of them is a special counsel that's been appointed in the Biden administration. Um, look, this is something where he has to fight. There's no way that he can back down from this, and Donald Trump's personality will not let him back down. And he is going to continue to fight. What's really interesting about this particular indictment, though, and the Republicans are still sticking with Donald Trump, this has to do with January 6th and a huge attack on our democracy, undermining our votes, and undermining our election process. And I think this is an important point, and it's one we'll make tonight on the 7 p.m. show. You just said it's about an attack on our democracy, alluding to the January 6th riot. Well, with the foundation of the Uh, January 6th riot. But but what does it say that in this indictment, okay, in which Jack Smith could charge him with anything, he was not charged with seditious conspiracy. He was not charged with inciting a mob. He was not charged with insurrection or any of these things that had been promised. I'm wondering if that, if in, in a way, and I get Jack Smith and I get you from a political standpoint trying to connect the two. But they're not connected in the indictment. Well, they're referenced in the January 6th attack is referenced in the indictment. But the reality here is, if I were Jack Smith, I wouldn't have brought the sedation. uh, And I certainly wouldn't have brought that he somehow motivated or directed the January 6th attack on the Capitol. I said an attack on our democracy. And the reason he didn't do that is because then that would bring in and invite the First Amendment defense, which would be hard to succeed. He kept this pretty simple, even though it was 45 pages, and it had to do with undermining the right of people to vote, undermining the state uh, elections, undermining the state uh, the state. uh, electors, if you will, as well as disrupting the certification of voting by Congress. Uh, those are direct, they're simple, and provable with those six co-conspirators. And this case can be tried relatively quickly, depending on how many documents have to be turned over. And this judge is trying to move it along, because remember, there's a 70-day um, uh, Speedy Trial Act that she's got to follow until the defense waves it. And that's still out there. It didn't get decided. But you, you don't think this is happening anytime soon? No, I don't think this is happening anytime soon, because let's not forget some of the context surrounding these charges. Number one, it didn't um, charge with the president with inciting the riot at the Capitol. So that's out. What it does is talk about the process that was used under the Electoral Count Act to try and get the state officials to send in these slates of electors who were not certified um, by the state officials. The other thing is the January 6th committee. You know, one of the things that people forget about the January 6th committee is that then Minority Leader McCarthy never appointed any of the members there. When, when Speaker Pelosi rejected his picks, they just went with the Democrats, which was in, plus Liz Cheney and Adam Kissinger. So Republicans, and especially the Trump's lawyers, haven't had access to the full body of evidence that was collected by that committee that Jack Smith has relied on. Mm-hmm. And so that's a lot of evidence. That's a lot of documents. That's a lot of testimony that they need to go through in addition to the grand jury. Now, the prosecutors also have an obligation to, over, to turn over to the defense counsel any sort of exculpatory evidence and evidence that is likely to favor Trump's defense. Mm-hmm. That's additional information they haven't had information. Right, we, to. we continue to watch. We continue to watch Donald Trump's plane as he's about to leave uh, Washington D.C. Here, technically in Virginia, the D.C. area. Uh, Leland, 
think you got a show coming up tonight. I think that, this is true. This got, is true. It's got to say PM. goodbye to you at the moment. What you got coming up tonight before we go? Uh, well, we're talking about this, number one. Yep, but uh, we, so. we also uncovered something that you might call a new low in Washington, D.C. What's that? Not only insider trading on Capitol Hill. That's sort of old hat. But there is one United States senator who is betting big money against America. Hmm. Uh, spending money, and you, you'll know this is somebody who covers business, but shorting the U.S. economy, and basically a U.S. senator now who has a big financial interest in all of our retirement accounts and the U.S. economy doing poorly. So we're going to talk about that. They all can still trade. Yep. And they all And they all still do. And they all still do. All right. Thanks, Leland. Appreciate (laughs) it. Coming up, by the way, erratic, unpredictable, and feckless. That was a scathing editorial written uh, about Donald Trump, written by his former national security advisor, John Bolton. The stark warning from Bolton, if Trump is reelected, he says, and we will talk to him as the Hill on News Nation continues coming up after the break. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Thinking. Well, I wanted to try and describe for people what it was like uh, to watch Trump make national security-related decisions. Uh, And I think uh, probably the most important thing, apart from those adjectives in the headline, is uh, for people to understand Donald Trump doesn't really have a philosophy as we understand it in political terms. He doesn't think in policy directions when he makes decisions, certainly in the national security space. Uh, It's really uh, all connected with how things benefit Donald Trump. And what I tried to do in the piece is lay out some of the flaws of his decision-making uh, because it can affect the substance of the outcome. And, and my real point yeah. is something that I also tried to make in my book, which is Donald Mr. Ambassador, Trump is hold, not hold, hold that, hold that thought one second as we, as we see Donald Trump uh, take off. That's just what we have on the screen right there, which is interesting about this. As his plane heads north to New Jersey, when you fly in that direction here in Washington, to the right side of the window, the U.S. Capitol building, and the White House as Donald Trump heads back home. I apologize for interrupting. Uh, continue on, please. Uh, No, at least he's not flying the plane. He's probably not competent to do that either. Uh, (laughs) But I I think this is very important for Republican candidates to internalize. Uh, With a few exceptions, uh, they have been reluctant to criticize Trump, or even when they have, they said, we don't need the drama or we don't need the personality. It's the fact that the person himself, uh, in any other time, and certainly going back to 2016, it's almost inconceivable he would have been nominated for president by a major party. And but I you know, Mr. Ambassador, uh, you, you were you were in that, that risk. Yeah, you were in that White House for quite some time. I was covering you when you were there, and and I didn't hear these concerns lobbed then. And as it relates to Republicans in general, they say, look, uh, th- not a bad track record. No new wars. He left the Iran nuclear deal peace deals throughout the Middle East. He reworked trade deals. I know you have questions and concerns about going forward, but when you look at the actual record, Republicans say not bad, right? 
Well, let's let's talk about no new wars. He he negotiated a deal with the Taliban that Biden later implemented that was a disastrous mistake for uh, America and for our national security in the world. Uh, he did not uh, put forward a really effective uh, effort to squeeze the Iranians after he got out of the nuclear deal. Uh, uh, he did not uh, deal with the threat of terrorism from Iran effectively. Uh, he threatened the existence of NATO, uh, and I think in a second Trump term would almost certainly withdraw from NATO. He was extremely erratic in his handling of the Venezuelan opposition and their efforts to overthrow the authoritarian Maduro regime in uh, Venezuela. I mean, there's a long list here. Uh, and I think those who make these claims about uh, what Trump did in his first term don't really understand how we got to the places we did, because many of the things they now give Trump credit for, he wanted to go in the opposite direction. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about uh, Ukraine, sir, and the ongoing conflict there and, and your thoughts. Um, there, there was a story out in Forbes recently, and the headline there is five ways the Ukraine war could become a nuclear conflict. And I'm just wondering, sir, very briefly, if you believe that that is a possibility. Well, there is a possibility. I think uh, we've seen the Russians uh, rattle the nuclear saber, and, and you should always take that seriously. But at this point, there's no evidence that that's uh, in the cards. I think where it could be possible would be if Putin himself felt he was uh, uh, threatened uh, with loss of power in Russia. I don't see that happening yet. I think the real question is whether the current Ukrainian offensive ends in gridlock and Putin takes advantage of that to get politically and diplomatically what he hasn't gotten so far militarily. And I'm worried about the Biden administration's staying power. I'm worried about the staying power of a lot of Europeans, too. All right. Ambassador John Bolton, thank you for your time. As always, I'm sure we'll have you back again. Uh, appreciate the time. Thank you, sir. Back over to the Yes, back over to the panel now, Julia. Um, we heard from John Bolton. I was I was referencing you, sort of banging out those stories on the day. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just curious your thoughts as we as we sit here, yeah, and, and what you saw today and what you make of it. Yeah, look, I mean, speaking of the day, what I make of it is kind of an. We were talking about this in the green room earlier. It feels like we're in deja vu once again. This is the third time this has happened, and it's still unprecedented. And I think this indictment marks, an arraignment marks the first time this was on charges or allegations Trump committed these while in office. So that's um, notable. However, as a national political reporter, the way I'm looking at it is, how is this impacting him in the election? And we're only seeing that it's only strengthening him, right. that his campaign are, is, tr is treating these arraignments as campaign spectacles, as um, you know, campaign events. So you know, going forward, uh, it'll be interesting to see how they use them, but I'm curious to see what happens in the debate, whether he attends right. or not, how the indictments play. And that debate will happen uh, right before the next court date. Mm -hmm. All right, well, coming up, uh, insight on Donald Trump's indictment. The January 6th committee already investigated the former president, as we know. So do they feel that this is vindication? Might something have been left out? We'll talk with the former member coming right up after the break. News Nation Kids across America are going to school hungry. Millions of kids every day. But one simple thing can help change all of this for a hungry child in America. 
good, healthy food and the energy it brings. With help from caring people across America, No Kid Hungry is providing healthy meals and hope to hungry kids so they can build better futures. To learn more about ending child hunger in America, go to helpnokidhungry.org today. The Supplemental Security Income Program provides monthly payments to help meet basic needs, like putting food on the table, paying the rent, or buying new shoes for growing feet. You may qualify if your income and financial resources are low and you are 65 or older, or an adult or child with a disability or who is blind. Call 1-800-772-1213 or go to ssa.gov SSI to start to apply. Produced by Social Security at U.S. taxpayer expense. Everyone has a community, a neighborhood, school, kids' teams, where you worship, work, work out, or any other place or group where you choose to belong. Communities can provide support when you need it, and even when you don't know you do. Like when it comes to preventing underage drinking and other substance use, community members can be your eyes and ears when you're not with your kids and alert you to signs of potential problems. Learn more at talktheyhearyou.samhsa.gov. The impact of a meal goes well beyond feeding our bodies because feeling full can sound like this. How did the interview go? I did it! I got the job! I can't believe it! And like this. Mom! I got first place at the science fair with my volcano project! That's amazing, sweetie. Congratulations! Because when people are fed, futures are nourished, and everyone deserves to live a full life. Join the movement to end hunger at feedingamerica.org slash act now. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. When it comes to a gun suicide attempt, all it takes is a moment. My son, Ricky, took his life by the use of a firearm. It broke me, and I contemplated suicide. My grandson, I was going to have to be here for him. I still own my firearm. I keep it in a safe because I want to keep my grandson and myself safe. Store your guns, locked, unloaded, and away from ammo. Hear more safe stories at endfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by Brady and the Ad Council. Prisoners to you, Winter. We shall fly south to where the courts are eternally bright, and we will do so with consumer. My name is Michael Houston, Navy veteran and VFW Post Service Officer. I'm encouraging all United States military veterans and active duty members to take advantage of the many benefits and privileges you've earned by serving our great country. Please reach out to a veteran service officer or your local VFW. You served your country. Now let your country serve you. For more information, call 800-827-1000 or visit Benefits.gov. How was your job to school? Let me tell you. I had to get my iced coffee first. I just can't seem to put it down. My favorite rapper just announced a tour. My phone was buzzing like crazy. I'm so excited. I had to text all my friends right then to talk about it. Then, someone started calling me and... Let's try that again. I turned my phone off right away. I never drive distracted. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Many medicines used to treat colds and flu contain acetaminophen, a pain reliever and fever reducer found in hundreds of over-the-counter and prescription medicines. But taking too much acetaminophen can damage your liver. To learn more, visit fda.gov slash otcpaininfo. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Food and Drug Administration. All right, son. Time to put out this campfire. Dad, we learned about this in school. Oh, did you now? Okay. What's first? Smokey Bear said to. First drown it with a bucket of water, then stir it with a shovel. Wow, you sound just like him. 
Then he said, If it's still warm, then do it again. Where can I learn all this? It's all on SmokeyBear.com with other wildfire prevention tips because only you can prevent wildfires. Brought to you by the USDA Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to The Hill here on News Nation. When the House Select Committee on January 6th wrapped an 18-month probe into the events of that day, lawmakers identified Donald Trump as the quote-unquote central cause of the attack and recommended that he be criminally charged. But Trump's latest indictment appears to be less focused on January 6th and more on his efforts to overturn the election. Let's bring in the former Florida Congresswoman, Stephanie Murphy. She was a member of that select committee on January 6th. Stephanie, thank you for being here uh, on the Hill on News Nation. Um, You know, an an historic day as we as we saw Donald Trump uh, come to Washington, leave Washington, officially charged with those four counts. Jack Smith in the Florida case where you reside, has 40 counts against Donald Trump. Four in, the, in this one, and you sat on the committee that named him as the quote-unquote central cause. You disappointed? No, I'm not. Um, I am, uh, I'm glad to see that the Department of Justice is seeking some accountability. They have, from the um, former president and his co co-conspirators. I think what's interesting is that they have spent a lot of time um, prosecuting hundreds of um, people, average Americans who had shown up that day because they had been lied to by powerful people and had committed acts of violence on the Capitol grounds. And so those people, many of them are serving time. They have had their lives ruined. They are being held accountable for their um, criminal activities. And so it's, um, it's sad, but it's uh, good to see our legal system working and um, its attempt to. But Jack Smith's not charging Trump Donald Trump for, for Trump. any of that. But he is charging him for um, seeking to impede uh, the congressional proceedings. And in fact, several of the charges that are in the indictment were a part of the January 6th Select Committee's recommendations. And what I want to see is that the Department of Justice determine what evidence they have that they can actually um, get a guilty verdict. And that's what's important. You know, every time you charge um, uh, the former president with something and and you swing and you miss, he gets stronger. And so it's important that they have a tight case. And I feel that's what they have in front of them. What did Jack Smith miss? Is there something that your committee found that you didn't see in the indictment and you think he left out or didn't get to? What I see is that he was able to get to things that our committee could not get to. Given the timing that we had, we couldn't, we didn't have enough time to enforce some of our subpoenas. And so there were a number of people who didn't show up in front of our um, committee. And then there were folks who showed up and claimed privilege. He was able to get through some of that. And you saw little bits of it in the indictment, whether it's comments from uh, Vice President Pence or from the White House lawyer, Pat Cipollini. There were they were able to get more information. Um, but I, I was glad to see that a lot of the indictment followed the general trajectory and the narrative that was laid out in the January 6th committee, committee report. You know, before you go, uh, Donald Trump obviously is the leading candidate on the Republican side of things. Joe Biden expected, of course, to be the nominee on the Democratic side of things. Here we sit some 939 or 940 days after January 6th. And those are the numbers, Stephanie, deadlocked. 43-43. I'm guessing you're a bit concerned right now that that's the state of play. I'd be more concerned if you looked at the 
five states that really matter once it comes down to that are really in play. And you saw those numbers. I've yet to see a poll that actually reflects just the swing state um, uh, uh, polling numbers. Those are nationwide numbers. And with an electoral college, those numbers really don't mean that much. All right. Former Congresswoman Stephanie Murphy on the January 6th committee. Thanks for joining us. I'm sure we'll talk to you again soon. Have a good one. Thank you. Yep. All right. Back to the panel. Um, We'll we'll move this way. Uh, Bill, you think that there was a mistake made by Kevin Kevin McCarthy as it relates to to that committee? I think in hindsight, yeah, the January 6th committee, I think the Republicans should have had their presence on there to press their case, cross-examine the witnesses, present their version um, of events. It doesn't mean it would have really resulted in a different type of report, but you could have had a minority appendix that laid out that uh, side of the case. But also, we don't know what the January 6th committee sent over to the Department of Justice, including all of the evidence that they gathered. What are the transcripts like of the witnesses that we don't know about? And Donald Trump's attorneys will get, Don- yeah, we'll get that Donald stuff Trump's now. Donald Trump's attorneys, I think, have to request that. Uh, because everything that they're talking about in this indictment, while it doesn't relate to the riot at the Capitol, it does relate to the process leading up to it under the Electoral Count Act and also in the states. Rena, I want to show you a poll right now of Republicans and how they view Donald Trump uh, and as it relates to the 2020 election. 71% believe that Donald Trump did not commit serious crimes. 17% believe that they did. That is a big number among Republicans. Yeah, that's a vast delta, Um, but I'm not surprised. Because we just heard my friend Bill here say that there were That's no Republicans on the panel. That's an ocean <laughs> listen difference now, listen of difference. This is, the fact is there were two Republicans on the January 6th committee. The they by were, Nancy Pelosi. Well, but they were. Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger were Republicans. They're no longer in Congress. And see, that speaks to where the Republican Party is now. They feel those two former members of Congress were not reflective what of Republican you? values and ideals. What the Republican Party is now is about the personality of the person that is at the top of the ticket. This is what's new under Trump, right? It's something that we had sort of seen coming over time, that there would be this allegiance behind this one person. But my gosh, because of the way in which he did things, when he was in the White House, when he left the White House, this is exactly why we see these responses to polls looking like they do, because people just don't take things the way they used to be taken. On Capitol Hill, you have people like GOP conference chair, Elise Stefanik, coming out saying he had a First Amendment right to contest what the um, the results of the 2020 election were. These are people who know that Donald Trump and the co-conspirators, people who helped him around that day on January 6, 2021, were people who were election interferers. And now these same people, Trump spokeswoman today, screaming out election interference. Now you make that make sense for me. Where is the GOP's patriotism when you look at this indictment right here, if it's all about personality? It just really doesn't make sense. I mean, partisanship seems to be driving the GOP right now, which is why someone who's charged with 78 felony counts is going to be their GOP nominee. They don't nominee. Just Shouldn't they be embarrassed that, by Because that? I'm sure you want to. Yeah, <laughs> look, I'm not going to defend what happened on January 6th. But I am going to say, for Republicans, they think the patriotism is standing up to what's happening to Donald Trump, where they believe there's a two-tiered system of justice, to restoring some order to the country. Federalism matters. Constitutional rights matter. They need to bring back the, the rein in the government spending that's causing the inflation. And we're seeing all sorts of consequences from that, from the downgrading of the U.S. credit rating. 
uh, by Fitch. And so I think that Republican voters do believe it is their patriotic duty to stand up to what's happening in Washington, D.C., and actually have some power outside the beltway being projected inside. All right. Well, there was another big headline today here in Washington (laughs) behind closed doors. Republicans on the House Oversight Committee releasing the transcript from the testimony of a key witness into their investigation into the Biden family. What it reveals about Hunter Biden, the president, and Burisma. The transcript, the documents, next. The Live Golf with no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees. Banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like choosing Derek Jeter as the pinch hitter for your baseball team. Jeter, you're in. We need a home run. I'll give it a try. I've swung a bat once or twice. That's out of here. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Kids ask their parents a lot of questions. Why can't people fly? Gravity. Is the moon really made of cheese? Yep, cream cheese. When can I move into a big kid's car seat? Uh... For some questions, parents may not have the answer, but that's okay. They can't know everything, but knowing the right seat for their age and size will help protect them in a car crash. Find out more at nhtsa.gov slash the right seat. Where do babies come from? Good luck, Dad. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. For more than a century, AM radio has evolved to meet the needs of our community. In their car, at home, or on the job, More than 80 million listeners depend on AM radio each month. AM radio is also the backbone of the emergency alert system, which keeps us safe in dangerous times. It's reliable, free, and public safety depends on it. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Through your days with energy and you're not tired anymore and your anxiety, everything is gone. A lot can happen in six seconds. A rodeo ride, a dramatic basketball win, and the world record holder can solve a Rubik's Cube. Six seconds is how long it takes for an 18-wheeler traveling at a safe speed to come to a complete stop. And in those six seconds, that truck will travel the length of two football fields. So please, give them room. Never cut in front of a large truck for any reason. Our roads, our responsibility. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo. GOAT, G O A T, acronym, stands for Greatest of All Time, as in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner. They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit adoptuskids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. And here's Heather with the weather. Well, it's beautiful out there, sunny and 75, almost a little chilly in the shade. Now, let's get a read on the inside of your car. It is hot. You've only been parked a short time and it's already 99 degrees in there. Let's not leave children in the back seat while running errands. It only takes a few minutes for their body temperatures to rise. And that could be fatal. Cars get hot fast and can be deadly. Never leave a child in a car. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Shop for cars online with no credit hit at drivetime.com. If you're someone who struggles with mobility, even a short walk won't seem like a short walk. 
But the sturdy and comfortable Hurricane provides the balance and support you need. It helps you walk on any surface and truly stands alone. Get the number one selling cane in America with our worry-free 100% money-back guarantee plus free shipping. Just go to Hurricane.com today. Also available at Walmart. My visiting Angels caregiver has been by my side. I would be lost without her. And my daughter doesn't have to worry about me like she used to. My visiting angel makes sure I'm safe and sound in my own home. She's not just a caregiver. She's essential to me and my family. Join us in celebrating 25 years of personal home care. All right, welcome back to The Hill. Uh, new development today in the investigation into the Biden family that's being run by House Republicans. The Oversight Committee releasing transcripts from the deposition of key witness, Devin Archer. He is a former best friend and business associate of Hunter Biden. Now, since Monday, Democrats and Republicans have been presenting two very different accounts of what Archer said. Welcome to Washington. Republicans remain firm that President Biden is lying, they say. Democrats believe Hunter Biden was simply selling the, quote-unquote, illusion of access to his father. Over to the panel now. Um, Julia, break this down for us. Mm -hmm. What does this all mean in the grand scheme of things? Yeah, so Republicans are going to want to play this up. And I thought it was notable that this transcript was released today as President Trump is being (laughs) arraigned. And we were talking about how Republicans view what's happening to President Trump as a two-tiered system of justice. And this is what we're seeing here. You're seeing the Trump indictments, and then you're seeing Hunter Biden's legal issues. Republicans are trying to draw a link between the two of them and say, hey, look, the Justice Department is treating President uh, Trump different than President Biden's son. Um, You know, uh, Republicans are going to call this earth shattering and they're going to push this. And, um, you know, however, Democrats are probably going to stick to this as an illusion of access, trying to downplay it as much as possible. Um, You know, this is happening. Hunter Biden also has his own legal issues (laughs) happening outside of uh, court. So we'll have to see what happens. And every time Hunter Biden's name is in the news, it's a dream for Republicans. Uh, yeah, I mean, with conventional wisdom would lead you to believe that that's what's happening here is that they see a crime and they see, my gosh, why isn't he doing the time? That's my favorite line, by the way. Uh, why are people not perception doing- of crime? It's powerful. That's more people, than enough for the Republicans, right? It's powerful people doing things that everyday things that you and I couldn't get away with. That's the feeling that's kind of drilled down into the Republican electorate right now about the Hunter Biden thing. But I say this. Hunter Biden, the case with him being the president's son and whatever this illusion of access he was selling, right? Illusion, keyword. It's not a threat to democracy the way the former President Trump is. In my estimation, uh, this case will, you know, see itself out the door. Is it the thing that does Joe Biden in? Quite possibly. He may not want to run for re-election at some point. Very soon, because this thing is looking like too much of an albatross. I doubt it. I don't think that's a far off. I doubt it. Question. So based on everything you've seen, heard, observed, did you have any knowledge of Joe Biden having involvement with Burisma? Answer by Devin Archer. No, no direct. So no involvement whatsoever with Biden and Burisma. No. So the only thought is that Burisma would have gone out of business if it hadn't had the brand attached and, to it. And that's that's both sides yes. of the argument no, there, it, is it, that it Joe Biden be. had no involvement, right. but the Biden brand, the quote Hunter unquote, Biden was, was in. selling the brand, not Joe Biden. And the witness said specifically, 
No, I didn't see or observe Joe Biden directly involved with Burisma. Case closed. Keep it moving forward, GOP. Speaking it's of, not there. Speaking of keep it moving, they're telling me got to go. Okay. Final thoughts. <laughs> Other side of the break. <laughs> Coming up next, Elizabeth. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. We are the Veterans Health Administration, and our hands provide life-changing care to over 9 million veterans across more than 1,200 facilities nationwide. Join hands with us to make an impact in your community. Learn more at vacareers.va.gov. Farming is dangerous. There's dangers all around us. We go through safety training and try and do these things to make sure accidents don't happen. You don't want to hit a gas pipe because that's your life. The other part of it is if you hit certain things, you're liable for it. FarmSafe 811 starts with you. Always call 811 and wait for any underground lines to be marked. Always keep safety in the back of your mind. Just stay humble. For more information, go to FarmSafe811.org. You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. This is your captain. We are going to be experiencing some slight turbulence. Please fasten your... Oh, hold on. Just got a video of my cat. Imagine the pilot of an airplane was as confident as you are texting and driving. Seems kind of crazy when you put it like that. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Many medicines used to treat colds and flu contain acetaminophen, a pain reliever and fever reducer found in hundreds of over-the-counter and prescription medicines. But taking too much acetaminophen can damage your liver. To learn more, visit fda.gov slash otcpaininfo. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Food and Drug Administration. The Supplemental Security Income Program provides monthly payments to help meet basic needs, like putting food on the table, paying the rent, or buying new shoes for growing feet. You may qualify if your income and financial resources are low, and you are 65 or older, or an adult or child with a disability, or who is blind. Call 1-800-772-1213 or go to ssa.gov SSI to start to apply. Produced by Social Security at U.S. taxpayer expense can cause a significant risk of developing several types of cancer, including kidney, pancreatic, thyroid, prostate, bladder, test. Some people won't give you the real talk on drugs, but it's time we know the facts. Fentanyl is often laced into illicit drugs and used to make fake versions of prescription pills. You can't see it, taste it, or smell it. Suppliers mix fentanyl into their products because it's potent and cheap, and the dealer might not even know. Keep yourself and others safe by knowing the real deal on fentanyl. Get the facts. 
Go to realdealonfentanyl.com. This message is brought to you by the Ad Council. My toddler got into my cleaning supplies. I might have taken too much medication. Do I need to go to the hospital? When poison happens, poison help is here. We're the free 24-7 hotline that answers your poison questions. With expert advice from local professionals, available at no charge in over 100 languages, make the right call in a poison emergency. Call Poison Help. 1-800-222-1222. Or visit poisonhelp.hrsa.gov. No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. When it comes to a gun suicide attempt, all it takes is a moment. Heather and I had an argument just like any other couple. I was lost. I had snapped. I had a gun, and I was going to take my own life. Heather helped me realize that there was still a life to live for the better of myself, my family. My weapon is now safely put away. A moment of crisis can happen to anyone. Store your guns, locked, unloaded, and away from ammo. Hear more safe stories at endfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by Brady and the Ad Council. Night. Four mysterious deaths in Portland, Oregon, are now thought to be linked to one suspect. Is a serial killer stalking the Pacific Northwest? The family of one of the victims joins Banfield. Tonight, 10, 9 central on News Nation. This is a persecution of a political opponent. This was never supposed to happen in America. This is the persecution of the person that's leading by very, very substantial numbers in the Republican primary and leading Biden by a lot. 16 of the 50 seconds that we heard from Donald Trump after he walked out of that federal courthouse historic day. Before we go, final thoughts real quick. I think uh, the thing about Trump is that he says things enough times he thinks people will think it's true. But the reality here is that this is not good for him. But it's a beautiful day for democracy. And anytime the rule of law is upheld in this nation and a private citizen is held accountable, that's a good thing. Over a thousand people were prosecuted for attacking the Capitol. Uh, this indictment is about what happened before and bad acts, alleged bad acts by the president. You had to bring this this uh, indictment. Otherwise, you'd leave a hole in democracy and what January 6th really meant to our country. Historic day. I think that the legal battle is now engaged and that the first impressions about this indictment are not going to be the final ones after we get through the motions and trial. One piece of commentary you've been hearing is this is good for President Trump politically. That might be true to an extent, but we were talking about how much does this cost? Well, Hmm. if these indictments keep rolling in and such, he's going to wonder where he's going to get that money from. Yeah. Um, We heard from Donald Trump, I mentioned afterwards, for 50 seconds, give or take. You just listened to 16 seconds of it. And we talked about this, and I brought it up to Leland, and he agreed with me. I have never heard Donald Trump talk for under a minute. That was a first on what was certainly, as we mentioned, an historic day. All right, we got to run. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.